1: You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team your team every day. All
0: right, everybody, we welcome you. It is episode number 253 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. Uh, Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to hear the second part of Adrian Peterson. Way back at minicamp, a couple of weeks ago, yes, but it's a future Hall of Fame running back. And when he talks, uh, we should all listen and we should hear what he has to say about Trent Williams, what he has to say about the running back group, uh, and more. Because Adrian Peterson entering year two uh, with the Washington Redskins, how will he possibly top what he did last year, it's almost impossible to expect anything close to that, right? Just cheer time and roll, uh, assuming that Darius Geis is even remotely healthy this year, which we all hope for the Washington Redskins, uh, we will see. Uh, So we'll hear from Adrian Peterson. We played part one on episode number uh, 252, along with Mason Foster. Uh, What I think we're also going to do is kind of clean up some things uh, that have been kind of piling up uh, and that I haven't been able to get to, uh, and we'll kind of pick through them uh, to round out this episode. So let's get to uh, this. Before we get to Adrian Peterson, I I did want to bring this up. Uh, There was this weird story uh, in... One of my favorite websites, um, and, you know, maybe this is because I grew up on, in New York and, and you know, trust me, it wasn't like this uh, back then. Uh, it's become a lot more uh, interesting, juicier, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but one of my favorite websites all the time is the New York Post's website. Um, it's just great for crazy stories. Um, you know, obviously some sad stories, some violent stories. Uh, but there, there's always a lot of entertainment news, a lot of weird stuff that you can talk about on the radio, right? And this is what I do uh, for a living. Not as much here uh, on the Lockdown Redskins podcast, but on my regular radio show where I've got four hours to fill uh, and lots of time to talk about all sorts of crazy things. So I didn't even see this story. This was sent to me by a person. Let, let's let just call it this way uh, in the National Football League, uh, you know, and, and, and that is a source of mine uh, that loves to kind of, you know, send me information and loves to uh, kind of, you know, do some digging to help me out uh, on what's going on inside the Redskins front office. And he sent this to me. And I couldn't help but laugh. I said, oh, wow, this is weird. Dan Snyder, page six. For those of you familiar with the New York Post and the New York Post website, usually on page six, it's movie stars, actresses, uh, singers. It's usually a lot of sex, smut, all of that. And when I saw Dan Snyder pop up on page six, I said, it's kind of weird. But then the title... Is Redskins owner rolls up in 180 million dollar yacht to find title sponsor for new stadium? And superimposed in the picture is Dan Snyder basically in a circle with sunglasses on, and clearly it's not on his yacht or on a beach or anything like that. But basically, he goes to France every year for the Canis. Uh, Lions Festival. I, I think I'm saying that right. I've never been there. Never been to France. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. If I am, please don't be mad. Um, they just, you know, just don't know enough about it. Apparently, it's a huge like business and marketing um, and, and high-end um, kind of advertising festival in i'm sure one of the most brilliant places on earth to go and you know do a little vacation a little visiting business marketing again brand exposure all that stuff so i don't know how this all goes down but dan snyder's 180 million dollar yacht is parked in the water um In France, uh, and where this festival is, and he shows up on page six in the New York Post, and the story goes like this, that he came to find a title sponsor for the team's new stadium. It says, Snyder, worth an estimated $2.2 billion, hopes to build a new facility at the site of the old RFK Stadium, the team's former historic home he has reportedly been working with congressional uh, republicans and the trump administration we've told you about this before he was thrilled that trump won the presidency to include language in a new federal spending bill that would help pave the way for a new stadium he of course wants a lot of help building this stadium the lease fedex field 2027 the story goes on to you know talk about his yacht it's a 93 meter 3,000 ton feed ship mega yacht called Lady S. It's so big, they say a football field in length, uh, that it couldn't even fit in the port in France. So it has to be parked alongside a seawall, uh, what they call opposite of the palace. I believe I'm saying that right, where the Daily Canis Lions speeches. Uh, and presentations, and the business, and the marketing uh, is going on. So again, it's so big that it can't even go in the port, (laughs) which is just crazy to think about. Anyway, so Snyder, uh, according to Page Six and the New York Post, you know, and and again, the, the the yacht has an IMAX cinema inside, a basketball court, a glass-bottom pool on the deck, a huge helicopter. I mean, this thing is just absurd. Just absurd. Um, So, on Monday night, apparently, Snyder and the Redskins hosted Julie Haddon, Senior Vice President, Global Brand and Consumer Marketing for the NFL, and a guy named Andy Zrarubus. A chief commercial officer of OutFront Media, and a source told Page Six of the New York Post, "Quote: Dan and his team are here to find a title sponsor for the new stadium for the Redskins, and they are taking meetings with brands and marketers." Uh, and added that, you know, of course, because the controversy of the team's name and logo could make the deal more difficult, uh, but. You know, Snyder, of course, wants to meet with them face to face, talk to them, feel them out in finishing this up real quickly. Basically, Tony Wiley, the Redskins senior vice president for communications um, and basically team spokesman issued a denial for whatever it's worth. It doesn't mean that it's not happening, Uh, but it's so interesting. We mentioned two days ago or uh, the last episode, episode number 252 of the Locked on Redskins podcast when we were last with you, that Doug Williams was on uh, this particular trip. Bruce Allen, uh, they all flew over on Redskins one to France. On Sunday to meet Dan Snyder there, uh, Joe Theismann's there, uh, the Lombardi trophies are there. I mean, we've seen all sorts of different pictures. I'm told this is kind of the the talk of the, the building for anybody that's still in the building uh, that hasn't gone on vacation just yet. And also uh, that while whatever business is going on here with Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen and whatever they're trying to ultimately do, and it could just be, again, brand evolution. There are some business people on uh, this particular trip. Um, Whatever they're trying to do here, it's also, from what I've heard, an opportunity for Doug Williams to kind of bend Dan Snyder's ear a little bit more to get what he wants in terms of his role and in terms of, Uh, how he kind of envisions the front office. He's got one year, from what I understand, left on his deal. He's been trying to get an extension, trying to get maybe a new role. Could he be the GM? We'll have to wait and see. Again, all of these meetings also taking place while the Redskins executive branch over over in France. So it's not just about marketing. It's not just about brand exposure. It's not just about trying to get a new title sponsor, assuming that that's what they're trying to do. And I, you know, I don't know exactly if they're trying to do that, but it would make some sense, Uh, even though it's way, 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 way early. uh, They want that money. They want that brand exposure uh, to be good for both sides. And if it can help them build the stadium without having to put a lot of their own money, that's certainly a part of the reason why they would be doing it uh, so early. All right. So we'll We'll get off of that. We'll come back. We'll hear from Adrian Peterson. Uh, we'll do that next uh, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Make sure you follow at Locked Redskins at Locked Redskins on Twitter at Locked on NFL Net at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. When you get in your car, tell your smart speaker advice to play podcast Locked on Redskins and as well, always remember you can get the Locked on Redskins podcast anywhere. Himalaya podcasting app, iTunes, Um, Google Play, uh, Player FM, Megaphone, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, podcasts and download everything. Uh, Just download Locked on Redskins, follow, retweet, whatever you got to do. We appreciate any support that you can give us. And don't forget, if you have a Skins story that you want to share with us on how you became a Redskins fan and why you're still a Redskins fan despite a lot of years of ineptitude, we'd love to hear it. Russellmania09 at gmail.com Russellmania09 at gmail.com or hashtag skins, S-K-I-N-S stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S skins, stories, all together hashtag skins, stories or Russellmania09 at gmail.com and we'll get it read on the air. Thanks for being with us right here Locked on Redskins Podcast.
2: Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All
0: right, everybody, we welcome you back. It is episode number 253 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. So, as we mentioned, We played part one of Adrian Peterson along with Mason Foster. In episode number 252, we're going to play part two and we're going to do this quickly so that we can kind of stay on track here and finish it up on the other side. So Adrian Peterson, part two of the Hall of Fame to be running back in year number two with the Washington Redskins after re-signing somewhat unexpectedly on a two-year deal. It's really a one-year deal, but on paper, it's a two-year deal and Adrian Peterson, I'm sure, uh, happy to get a little bit more money than he certainly got last year and some guarantees so here's ap meeting with reporters about a week and a half ago at redskins park before the summer vacation
3: i don't know no, no. Kind of, but i had a pretty good pretty good idea that he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't be here
2: can you kind of understand his, his position you know given given um, you know, what's going on
3: yeah it is what it is you know i've been in at least 13 years of business at the end of the day uh but he's a professional and you know, he's been all pro you know his film speaks for itself you know so uh whenever he gets back in here you know um he'll be ready to roll
1: when it does come to guys uh, he hasn't had the opportunity to come out here and be the rb number one you taking over that last year do you care about who gets the most carries or how that rotation goes or is it you day one want to go out there and be the guy carrying the ball?
3: you know of course that's just my mentality you know uh, to be that guy, you know, and, and that's what has kept me around for more than 13 years now. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the coaches are the ones that, that make that decision. And, um, you know, something Coach Gruden said earlier today in the meetings is, I don't care if you're a rookie and I don't care if you're a 10 year guy, eight year guy, you know, we're going to do what's best for the team and play the best player, you know, so that's all you can ask for is open competition. And, uh, you know, the coaches as a group doing what's best for the team to be, to be the best when they step on the field.
2: Adrian, obviously they're, you know, regardless, they're going to want to give both you guys some work. Is this something that can maybe extend your career a little bit, having a guy like that splitting time with him, or would you just rather get like your typical Adrian type carries?
3: No, you know, you got a guy like guys, you know, um, and from what I've seen in the preseason before he got hurt, you know, he's, he's, he's good, you know, um, obviously we know what he did in college. So, um, as long as we both being productive i 'm all on, open on for whatever they excuse me they decide to do you know i 'm all about winning um, and helping these young guys and making making these young guys better players
2: after some reflection on the season now we talked to you right after, but after some reflection, how do you look back on what you were able to show and do last year
3: <clears throat> you know um, it was decent you know it, it was okay there was a lot of things that I wish I could have did better and would have done better, but you know, it is what it is. It's in the past and looking forward now. But, um, you know, I feel like that I uh, just kind of took advantage of the situation that was presented to me. You just,
2: say that, but you still had a thousand-yard
1: season. Now at 34, uh, only two other players have done that both in the Hall of Fame. Are those numbers you try to put and goals you try to set for yourself heading into this year?
3: Yeah, you know, but it's, it's like 2,000 yards. and you know, that's something that I always kind of set my bar at. And now I look at last year and think about, well, what if this didn't happen or that didn't happen? And I could have reached 1,500 easy. But, um, you know, this year I'm coming with the same mindset that I had last year. Come in, put my best foot forward, and help the team win a championship.
0: All right, that's Adrian Peterson, part two. That'll wrap up that portion of the show. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back and finish things up here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, don't forget, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins. You can follow me individually at Wrestlemania621 on Twitter, uh, at Locked On NFL Net, at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram for all your NFL team news and information all across the National Football League. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast.
4: This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients.
0: All right, we're back here on episode number 253, 253 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us uh, right here. Again, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins. I'm your host, Chris Russell. And away we go. All right, let's finish up the show with this. couple of odds and ends that we wanted to get to uh, that we haven't gotten to yet. My buddy John Kime of ESPN, uh, who does a tremendous job. He's the dean of all Redskins beat reporters. He's been at it so long. I think this is year 18, 19, something like that. He's just the best. Um, and he's always been a great resource for me. And he's been a true friend, and I love him. And uh, you know, make sure you check out the John Kime podcast. He's got great guests. Uh, much better guess than I have, uh, and um, he's just terrific. Uh, anyway, he wrote this. Uh, I think he sat down uh, individually with uh, Jay Gruden and Dwayne Haskins before the summer break uh, and wrote this on ESPN. And I just wanted to pick through it a couple of uh, little bits. You know, it talks about the ups and the downs, that the big moments and the struggles, um, some things for you know Haskins through the OTAs and the mini camps, and he talks about. Uh, Now that the spring practices are complete, they know that he's a serious contender for the starting job. And he's got Jay Gruden quoted as saying, oh, for sure, I'd be silly not to. He's put out enough out there on tape to say he deserves a shot without a doubt. Uh, He said, I don't know quite what he can do in the NFL in this system because it's new to him. But his ability warrants the fact that... That, hey, let's take a peek at this big son of a beep. And you know what word Jay used there. Uh, Kime has it B with hyphen, 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 five letters. You know, I I try and keep this as family friendly as I can. You know what he's saying. Let's take a peek at this big SOB. Let's put it that way, right? So. Uh I found that to be a fascinating quote. Number 1, of course they're going to take a look at him. They have no choice. It's not like they have Brett Favre holding off Aaron Rodgers. It's not like Peyton Manning in his prime is holding off, you know, some up and comer. They don't have anybody that good. They have Case Keenum and they have Colt McCoy, and that's it. And Colt McCoy can't stay healthy and Case Keenum's just a guy, he's a veteran who is fine, who can throw and can move the offense and is smart and is bendable and all of that. But he's his upside is limited, and everyone knows that. The Broncos knew that. The Vikings knew that. Everyone knows that. The Redskins know that. Everyone knows it. But is he more ready than Dwayne Haskins? Of course he's more ready than Dwayne Haskins. Always, always remember this. There are politics at play here that you cannot reasonably sort out without just going, oh, okay, it's not going to be about who the best player is. If it's even remotely close, and it's going to be hard to judge this, if there are big moments from Dwayne Haskins, a lot of them in practices and specifically the preseason games, and he becomes the talk of the NFL, you can damn well bet Dwayne Haskins is going to start. And if he doesn't start week one, he'll start week two. Uh, I've held out. This is my own opinion, my thought. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to start week two, the home opener against the Dallas Cowboys. I think somehow Case Keenum will win the job and fend off. And you hear Jay Gruden talk about how the system is new to him. He hasn't done it Um you know he's got ability we'll we'll see how it looks when they come back to Richmond and then back to Redskins Park and for the preseason games we'll see how crisp he is If he looks a lot better than he ultimately did, and not only in terms of command of the offense and the system and all that, but the footwork, the mechanics, the accuracy, not sailing passes. I saw him sail a ton of passes. I saw him under a lot of pressure. I saw him get a lot of, you know, what would have been a lot of sacks or a lot of hits. These are all the things, but you see natural talent, and you can't deny it. You know it's there. Gruden added, quote, Dwayne is the wild card. Um, and he said, you know, and I was at this practice. Kime recalled a, a a situation where he threw a ball right towards me, actually, uh, and towards the reporters on the sideline, uh, and Gruden was yelling, that's a no, 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 don't throw. Oh, oh nice throw. I think Cam Sims or Kelvin Harmon actually uh, came up with it, and uh, it was like right over a safety, and he should have dumped it underneath to the corner, or underneath the corner, I should say, And, you know, look, there were, again, moments where Dwayne Haskins, his footwork, these are all things part of being a rookie quarterback, right? Um, And he's going to have to just get more comfortable. And it's going to be hard to get more, super more comfortable over these next couple of weeks because... You can't practice, right? You can only study your playbook, the system, work on little things. Um, Gruden says, "Quote: The most important thing is to quicken his reads, so he can reset his feet and get them underneath him to make accurate throws. That comes with times. Uh, that comes with time. Sometimes he's in such a hurry that he might be late, and then he has, and then, and then he feels he has to rush. Uh, again, I saw all this." I think everybody saw all this where he's flushed out and then he throws kind of cross body and he's inaccurate, so on and so forth. Keim goes on to say and get a quote from Haskins, quote, I want to really, really, I want to be really, really good. And right now I'm good sometimes. And that's frustrating because I want to play like Tom Brady. I want to play like Drew Brees. This is only my fourth week in camp, and that's not going to be possible. And he uses two P words patience and perspective and that's where kind of things are at he also you know uh, basically said you know he's going to mostly be around ashburn he's going to do a a jordan brand retreat over in paris a lot of redskins uh doing things in paris but he's going to be hanging out with michael jordan uh and carmelo anthony You know, I mean, not bad uh, combination. He says, watching film, calling plays, just getting used to being in different terminology at Ohio State. I used to play Madden to learn the playbook. Once I learned the playbook, I know what I'm doing. I can call out the reads and point out sight adjustments and move protections. Everything else will go from there. So I feel one full year of learning would do me justice. One full year of learning would do me justice. So I'll just wrap this part of it up uh, and the episode up like this. One full year is going to be impossible for him to get, but that doesn't mean one full year where he's sitting around and doing nothing. That means one full year until he's fully comfortable with everything that they want him to do. Again, the side adjustments, the calls, the blitz protect, all of that stuff. That's what's going to be really interesting uh, to kind of see where we go from here on Dwayne Haskins. All right, one more thing that... Uh, We also wanted to add uh, to this conversation, and this is somewhat different, uh, but also... You know, from ESPN and Kime obviously uh, participated in this. Uh, It's called the surprise offseason standout for all 32 teams. So we've talked about this player so far, and look, a lot can change when you get to training camp, preseason games, and of course, then regular season games. But Kime and NFL Nation uh, on ESPN.com lists. Cornerback Jimmy Moreland, the seventh-round pick out of James Madison. We've talked about the three interceptions, the one day, uh, the pick six, hundred and one yards. He had an interception the week before that. Um, he didn't do too much after that. I think he had one more uh, interception. Yeah, it was um, five passes. You know, during the spring uh, workout, you know, practices that we were aware of. Uh, and you know, look again. One thing that people have talked about with him is his hands and his ball hawk ability, his ability to play uh, inside the slot. Uh, We'll see where he goes from there. Lot to learn. Uh, He's got to get better at playing the run. He's got to get more experienced, but this could be a guy. Remember, Trey Quinn was the last pick in the draft, and he made the roster, and if he would have been healthy, he would have been a big factor. So don't think that Jimmy Moreland can't make the roster and can't make an impact, especially considering that the Redskins, outside of Dominique Rogers Cromarty, don't really have a true slot corner, and DRC is not really a true slot corner. Fabian Moreau can play slot, as he did for a lot of last year, but they, I think, want Moreland to eventually be the slot corner, and that would allow them maybe to start DRC there to begin with and then have that flexibility of drc going to corner on the outside possibly even playing free safety that was something that ray horton told me about uh about a week and a half ago the new defensive backs coach uh and as well we heard here on the locked on redskins podcast all right that's going to wrap it up for us right here gotta go uh we are uh always thankful that you can be with us it is episode number 253 of the locked on redskins podcast adios
1: is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast